Connected Man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Kane. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750. WSB. We are America. One voice united And to all of the naysayers. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. Well, here we are six minutes after the hour on this. The dark day so far. I have seen one economist calling it full-blown panic. I have seen... A news agency already calling today Black Monday. I'm Chris Chandler. Uh, you've been hearing a Best of Herman Cain show, but we are live for this hour to keep you connected in real time to what is going on on the financial markets, and it is not pretty if you have not heard. Also this hour, as we do occasionally uh, when Herman's got a Best of program, this is the hour when he talks to Jamie Dupree in Washington. Herman's not available, but Jamie is. Jamie, good morning. What we're going to do is take your telephone calls for the next hour as well for Jamie Dupree. Can talk, Jamie, about the economy, about the campaign, politics, whatever's on people people's minds. Have you checked your four hundred one k this morning? Absolutely not. Very smart man. Very very. Don't smart even know man. I own it. So yeah, no, so just leave it alone. When the stock markets opened on Wall Street this morning, wasn't much past nine o'clock Eastern time that opened the Dow was down more than a thousand points. A thousand points just in that first hour recovered now somewhat and to this exact moment the Dow is down four hundred fifty eight points had made bit of a recovery uh more so, but now on the way back south, that is about 3%. The NASDAQ down close to 3%. The S&P now in what they call official correction territory down 10% from what will be record highs across the board. Here's At this number. point, Chris, we haven't heard anything out of the uh, the Obama administration or the White House about it. Usually administrations are loath to make comments about Oh, it's about a tricky, tricky thing. Daily drops. They pretty much just sort of leave it all to the market. So as of now, there's no plans for any kind of statement by the president or anything like that, and he's scheduled to go out of town later today. So we'll see. There's a briefing, the first one in the last few weeks since the president was out of town on his vacation on Martha's Vineyard. But at this point in time, no, nothing uh, from the White House or the administration on today's stock. Oh, eight seven seven three one zero twenty one hundred is the number to call if you got something you'd like to ask or tell Jamie over this next hour while we watch the financial markets. Eight seven seven. 310-2100 is the number. Give us a shout. Rare occasion to talk directly to Jamie. It's not a not an exact comparison, Jamie. The circumstances and the timing are different. But in 2008, in the campaign, when we had the major, major financial crisis then, uh, it changed just about everything about that campaign. And in a flash uh, and overnight, we have spent the last few days in this campaign having a uh, pretty much ridiculous discussion about a slang uh, phrase that most people have never heard. Does this have the potential to upend things? Well, look, uh, I, I mean, you never know where these economic disruptions are going. Are we just going to look back on this and say, oh, yeah, we had those couple days in August where the markets went haywire and then they went back up later? I mean, that does happen from time to time, and we forget about it. Uh, I was reading, uh, as you know, only I do uh, during my time off, I read a, a biography of William Howard Taft and a biography of Woodrow Wilson. Oh, my Lord, man, you're like Scotty on the Starship Enterprise reading the technical manuals on his shore leave. Yeah, and What's what was interesting was going back, you know, back then we used to call it a panic, you know, when the stocks would drop and banking crises and more. 
and in uh, uh, in in various times in American history, obviously we have had unsettled economic times that have then led to a a political uh, inflection point. I mean, we can think of it in the last hundred years. The biggest being the Great Depression, which led to then the election of FDR, the New Deal, and really a an advantage to the Democrats for a number of years after that. Uh, you mentioned 2008. I mean, as soon as the markets really dropped, it took a big a big amount of the air out of the balloon of John McCain and really shifted things more toward uh, Barack Obama, and he ultimately won soon after that. So, of course, this could be a big deal economically. I mean, let's face it, if the markets were to just drop, 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 it would have to, uh, uh, I would think, shine uh, most negatively on the current administration. That's part of the ownership. When you're in charge, you either get the credit or you get the blame. 877-310-2100. Talking with Jamie Dupree for this, this next hour. Give us a call with your questions. Bill is in Florida. And Bill, you're watching the markets as well this morning. Uh, yes, I am. Go right ahead. It's uh, it's happened really, really quickly and over a few days, a giant drop. Yes, my question is, when the Dow drops so quickly and so much, like we saw this morning, we also saw it rebound very fast. And I'm trying to understand how does the market drop a thousand and then come back, say, five hundred, and what is the Dow actually measuring? Well, look, there's a lot of people who are trying to make money uh, during the day. You know, I, I think also the automatic sales and and buying programs and uh, of different traders and trading organizations will kick in as well. And so there's two ways to look at it. Uh, if you started the day and you lost uh, the Dow lost a thousand, you're hurting. Uh, but if you bought when it was down a thousand and now it's only down 450, you might be doing better than others. I see Donald Trump uh, has been tweeting a bunch in the last hour, uh, Chris, about the markets and uh, b- basically tweet retweeting people saying only Donald Trump can save us from this economic turmoil and more. So he's trying to take a little. Uh, a little piece of the story today, too. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to get past the financial talk while we all watch our retirements uh, go down the drain here hour by hour, let's be really cynical. Who might this help in the short term in the Republican presidential race? Oh, I don't know. I mean, look, Trump is a businessman, uh, though I read an article uh, over the weekend where they said if he hadn't have, have tried to trade and do lots of other stuff, if he just left his money in the markets and let it sit there, he would have made a lot more money than he's made with his various investments. So uh, what do we hear? The age-old advice, it's sort of hard for some people to stomach, is just leave your stuff there and don't pay attention to the daily ups and downs. Bill is in Florida, also watching the market tank. Bill, good morning. What's on your mind? Hello, yes. Uh, I'm retiring in four weeks. We're going to cash my 401 out next week. What do I do? It's gone. Better call Clark Howard. That's what I was just going to say. That is more in the line for Clark Howard and Dave Ramsey. But just like Jamie was just saying, uh, these things are cyclical, Jamie, back in the uh, the halcyon days of the late 90s. Just like you were saying, these things would drop 500 points one day, and the, and the very next day people would snap it back. This has been a rough uh, a rough couple of days, but there's no uh, hint that it's going to continue yeah. for the and long term. that's what you never know. That's the great unknown, of course. Uh, some people will hit the investments at the right time. Some people won't. Uh, the, the political effect of this we just don't know i mean again is this just a few days of unsettled financial turmoil or does it turn into something more i mean obviously uh, there have been some troubles overseas especially in china with their markets and some have been warning for a number of weeks that this is going to spread around the globe and be more than just there let's talk about the campaign this was a busy and really intriguing uh, weekend on both sides of the campaign democratic 
and Republican, there have been uh, some carefully timed, you have to admit, uh, uh, press leaks and stories about Vice President Joe Biden getting into the race. What do you think? Maybe it's gone to 60-40 yes at this point. Yeah, you know, he came down to D.C. unannounced and met at his uh, at the Vice President's house in northwest D.C. with uh, Elizabeth Warren on Saturday. And, of course, Elizabeth Warren is still a lot of people looking at her as someone who might get in the race. Now, well, were they talking about her getting in or were they talking about him getting in? What were they meeting about? We'd really haven't heard that. Uh, but the, the signs certainly do seem to be there that the VP might be really considering getting in the race for the Democratic nomination. And certainly that would shake things up. I don't know that a lot of people would say, oh, he's definitely going to beat Hillary Clinton or he'd uh, definitely take over the race. But certainly he would introduce a different element in the race that we don't have now. And with the troubles that Hillary Clinton has had on, on her emails and more, uh, it, it it might put a little more heat on her, though still you would have to say she is the favorite right now, Chris. My name is Chris Chandler. We're taking live telephone calls for Jamie Dupree this hour, 877-310-2100. With your questions, Wall Street, politics, the presidential campaign, Jamie's answering them all for the next hour. Uh, Cliff is in Georgia. Cliff, you're talking about a switcheroo. Should Biden get in and should Biden have a serious shot? Go ahead. Yeah, exactly, Jamie. Uh, my question was, if uh, Biden were to be elected president, could uh, Obama be nominated as the vice president? Uh, yes, te- technically. God forbid something happened to Biden. Here we go again. Technically, he could, but I uh, uh, certainly uh, would doubt that uh, the current president would entertain that. But yes, the, theoretically, that is a possibility, though I would have to say that I don't believe any sitting president has ever been on the next ticket as a VP candidate, and I don't think we're going to see that change this time. Wild speculation could talk about this exact subject had been one of the uh, purposes of that meeting with Elizabeth Warren. Um, well, that's I think that's the one thing that nobody knows is that uh, you know there's still a lot of groups that would like to see Elizabeth Warren get in the race because they believe, and frankly, I think she uh, could be a stronger candidate than the vice president. Though still. Uh, I, I think I, I understand that a lot of people make fun of Vice President Biden and more, but you could take him to any average size uh, metropolitan area around the country and just fly him in, and he'd be able to work the phones and get an awful lot of people there fast that he knows and he has known through his years of work. I don't think you can discount some of that. Now, would he be the strongest Democrat? That's a whole different argument. But you And you've also got to consider, Jamie, and certainly people listening to this program and know how it works, infrastructure, fundraising, all these things. It's not enough just to uh, have them on television talking no. about what a shoe-in it would be. It's a massive undertaking. It is, late. and Hillary Clinton already has a very, very big organization. But she had a very big organization eight years ago, and it didn't work out for her. Uh, clearly, the Clinton people have done a lot of work in Iowa and New Hampshire on the ground already that Joe, Joe Biden does not have and the vice president does not have. But I'm sure that uh, the discussions have clearly been out there between Biden emissaries and some of those big, uh, you know, sort of fundraisers and more where they could get things going quickly. But uh, I would assume Hillary Clinton is going to have a lot of money uh, that she is going to be able to raise, whether directly or through super PACs as well. I had come in here this morning prepared to announce that my intuition, my gut feeling based on my experience was that 
Trump may have hit the pinnacle of fascination. Then, Jamie, I saw Reuters uh, poll this week, and Reuters is a British uh, news agency, a wire service like the Associated Press in this country, that had him with his biggest lead yet, nearly double over Jeb Bush nationally. Yeah, I don't think we're done with the Trump bubble at all. I think it's a mistake to think that he's, uh, I mean, in in the end, we look back and say, oh, yeah, he started a trend. Sure, we could look back. But uh, really, the next big change point for the Republican race, I think, is the next debate, barring some kind of other story, Chris, that gets introduced or some uh, big happening on the trail. The next thing is the debate on September 16th out uh, in California at the Reagan Library. So I would think that's the next big chance for some of these Republicans to take Trump down a notch. The Dow is down now 460 points. Mike is in Georgia watching the markets this hour. Mike, go ahead. Uh, I understand. uh, I've read in the past where this administration, the Treasury, the Chamber of Commerce, was investing like $84 billion of taxpayer dollars into the market every month. Are they still doing that? If they are, what happens to that investment? Uh, that is, uh, I think you're referring probably to the Federal Reserve and their efforts to spur some stimulus. That stimulus, if I remember correctly, Chris, I think has all ended in the last few months, and no longer is the Fed pumping new money in. But there have been a lot of people who said, hey, you put all this money into the economy over the last five years, you can't just pull it out without it having an impact. Oddly enough, the Federal Reserve, for all the uh, the vitriol it gets, it actually has been making the the American uh, government a good chunk of change over the last few years because of their investments they've actually been bringing in extra money to the Treasury that's been going to offset the deficit the same thing has happened uh, in the aftermath of the bailout of both Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac headed south again more quickly now Dow's down 474 points Nasdaq is off more than two and a half percent the S&P down just about three percent here this hour eight seven seven three one zero twenty one hundred you're listening to the Herman Cain show Herman Kane on the radio every day. Herman Kane on demand at HermanCain.com. Click, click on Kane 24 7. And we're taking your telephone calls for Jamie Dupree for the rest of this hour, 877 310 2100. 26 minutes after the hour, I'm Chris Chandler filling in for Herman Kane. We are live this hour. Best of Kane earlier, we are live now, though now taking telephone calls for Jamie Dupree watching the markets. Roger is in Florida for Jamie Dupree. Go ahead. Hey, um, just uh, I, I'm a big fan of Herman. Sorry, I guess he's out on vacation or whatever. Um, anyhow, I just wonder about what's all the drama going on with the stock market. I mean, why are we making such a big deal out of this thing? It, it's If you look at it percentage-wise, the stock market is not that far off. I mean, we, you know, yeah, granted, it lost a bunch of points, but look how high the stock market is. And it's just a, it's just a, um, a, a creed of nature. I mean, every now and then people are going to cash in their chips. I mean, yeah. I just don't understand why all the, all the hoopla is going I on. I think there's always going to be hoopla when the Dow drops a bunch like this. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure there'll be that much uh, that'll happen politically or anything like that, but it's certainly the stocks are on uh, the news just about every half hour, a quick update, and so it shouldn't be anything amazing that because they drop or because they go way up that they get a little more attention. And should it continue on, it will directly affect sure. people's pocketbooks, and it certainly may affect the politics it's worth paying attention to. And us giving the numbers here on the show, nothing you couldn't go find on the radio station website to every 10 minutes if you want to. No, exactly. And again, you just never know if it happened for a few straight days as it's been going on in China uh, becomes a bigger and bigger deal. On the other hand, not to diss uh, Roger in Florida, it is true there hasn't been a correction in several years. I yes. think the, no, the you're number is four right. years. It's overdue. Yeah, it's more than overdue. And that's why uh, maybe on the other side, there might be some who'd say, you know what? 
uh, just be calm and relax. It's it's going to go down, but it's going to go back up. Easy for them to say. Here's the <laughs> quote from a financial technology uh, market strategist, a, a fancy title. We have not seen this level of full-blown panic for quite some time. I just saw one that says the average investor should not panic. Well, we'll take yours. Very good. Very good. Taking telephone calls for Jamie Dupree in the next half hour as well, 877-310-2100, live hour of the Herman Cain Show with Jamie Dupree. I'm Chris Chandler, and back shortly. Thirty-five past the hour, live on the Herman Kane Show. I'm Chris Chandler. Best of Kane earlier, but we're live this hour to take your phone calls for Jamie Dupree and also to watch the fast-moving developments on Wall Street today. The Dow Jones down about 500 points now, down a thousand earlier. Somewhat of a recovery, but that will bear watching obviously through the day. Jamie, we were talking about uh, Biden earlier. The reason we're talking about Biden obviously is because of Hillary's uh, problems in large part. What did we hear out of her this weekend? As I follow, she uh, left her vacation to go make a speech. Yeah, she did. And uh, actually, uh, uh, Vice President Biden came back here to D.C. to meet with Elizabeth Warren on Saturday. And boy, wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in a few minutes. Uh, Vice President Biden will be having lunch with President Obama at the White House. You just wonder, in those kind of situations, do they talk about whether or not Joe Biden is thinking about running, or do they avoid that subject and just sort of talk about their family's recent vacations? Uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall to hear what's going on there. A lot of people thinking that Biden is giving off signals that he is ready to get in, but We'll have to wait and see whether or not that's really going to happen. 877-310-2100 is the number to call for Jamie Dupree. Mario is in Georgia, has a question about Donald Trump. Mario, this had never occurred to me. Let her rip for Jamie. Yeah, uh, just something that I was uh, curious about and didn't know if there's a need for concern. If uh, Donald Trump were able to become president and get voted in as president, he supposedly, I think he had said he owned over like 100 businesses um just wondering if there's concern about him uh, needing to uh, i guess spend any time on that uh how much time is he, is he handing that over to somebody and, well uh, certainly no i think you raise an interesting question not only what would happen to his uh portfolio let's just call it that his business portfolio i would assume that uh, if he had any stocks and investments and other items, those would have to be put into some kind of blind trust type of situation where that he would not have any uh, active day-to-day kind of involvement with them. Because what if, for example, I mean, you know, what if, for example, some of his actions as president could somehow help or or provide a little extra boost to some of his businesses. I mean, we often have a situation where every once in a while a Supreme Court justice will recuse him or herself from a case because maybe they own the stock of a company that's before them or they've invested in something. So, no, I don't think your question is is out of bounds at all. If Trump gets further and further into this race, I think it's something that would be asked. 877-310-2100 for Jamie Dupree on The Herman Cain Show. I've been telling everybody for a long time, China's taking our jobs, they're taking our money. Be careful. They'll bring us down. You have to know what you're doing. We have nobody that has a clue. Donald Trump just in talking about events today. And, Jamie, it is true. He's been hammering home this point about China louder than any of the other of these guys. He certainly has. And that was a little Instagram video that he did. And I have to say, 
Trump has, uh, I, I don't know who's on his staff that gets to him to do these things, but they've put together a series of small little uh, instant videos like that on Instagram. And also he uses, certainly we know, uh, Twitter very effectively. He gives himself an edge over his other GOP uh, you know, competitors right now who just are not as available and not, I mean, imagine if you're sitting there on a daily basis, one of the other candidates, and you watch how much attention Trump gets from his uh, quick uh, little hits on Twitter or Instagram videos. Don't you think maybe you should do some of those yourself? I mean, to me, I'm surprised the other candidates are so flat-footed in this kind of situation. Trump getting out there and the only one who said anything about the stocks today. How about Carly Fiorina? Her uh, business record is always debatable, but she is the one who's able to say she's got the business experience. Does this have potential to uh, do any good for her? Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, part of this always is can you take advantage of, a, of an issue that just sort of jumps in your lap and uh, something like this, if we have uh, economic uncertainty, who do you look to? Who do you turn to? Some would, uh, I mean, four years ago, Mitt Romney argued that his business acumen was much better than the Obama administration, but the voters did not agree. 877-310-2100. I'm Chris Chandler in for Herman Cain. Taking your phone calls for Jamie Dupree. Don't have to limit yourself to Wall Street or the election. Here's a change of subject. George is in Georgia. George, good morning. Go ahead. Good morning, Jamie. Uh, Harry Reid has backpedaled on his support for non-support for Obama's Iran deal. Are there any ramifications on that, on the upcoming vote? And well, I could hang up and listen if I could, please. Well, he's going, he's going to vote for the deal. He'll support the president on the Iran nuclear deal. And I think what that does is maybe lay the groundwork for a number of other Democrats who are uncommitted at this point to come out in favor as well. I think we had another one uh, this morning. Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan has announced that she is going to support the deal. That makes 28 Democrats who have supported it now. I really think that we are getting to the point where it is, uh, I, I think it's almost impossible for opponents of the Iran nuclear deal to stop it. There's going to need to be some event, in a sense, some some uh, bad move by the government of Iran or something like that to change the dynamic of this situation. I just don't think the votes are there. There will probably be a majority against the deal, but I don't think it's possible right now to get a two-thirds supermajority to override a possible veto. In fact, Chris, I think it's even possible that there could be enough Democrats who will stand by the president that they will be able to filibuster any resolution of disapproval against this agreement in the Senate and not even be able to send that down to the president for him to veto. On the campaign, I'm sure you saw it too, Jamie, a New York Times expose about Donald Trump's uh, popularity. I think it was Friday or Saturday. You see the headline, you know, almost afraid to click on it. Oh, my God, what kind of hatchet job is this going to be? It was not a hatchet job. It was a very uh, reasoned, and they looked at some uh, more uh, scientific sort of deeper polls, and and the investigation by the Times found that Trump's uh, support is really a little deeper a little broader than a lot of the Republican establishment is giving him credit for. He gets a lot of support among moderates in the Republican Party, and moderates that I think a lot of people, maybe listeners to this show, would sort of blanch at the idea of them almost being on the same team. Blanch! Uh, And, you know, I I think it is interesting. That's why you can't just dismiss Trump as a uh, flavor of the week or a flavor of the month. I'm not saying he's going to win the nomination, but he has an appeal that I think some of these other candidates would really die for. And when you think about it, he really hasn't gotten that much into the issues. It's still the personality. Trump last week going toe-to-toe with Jeb Bush, attacking Scott Walker and others. And, and I don't think that that 
cult of personality of Donald Trump, and I shouldn't use the word cult. How about just the personality of Donald Trump? That's who he's about. It's not as uh, about his ideas. He's not a policy wonk. It's about him. Whether you like that or not isn't the point. He's been able to stitch that together so far and be ahead in the polls, and I, I don't see that that's going to change anytime soon. Again, though, you just never know in the day-to-day action of a campaign. Is there going to be an issue that pops up that gives him trouble? Is he going to uh, make a mistake? I mean, we've seen Scott Walker, for example, be all over the place on this issue of the birthright citizenship and the 14th Amendment the last week or so. Is there going to be a moment like that for Donald Trump? You can't always be on. You know what I mean, Chris? You can't always be going downhill. So uh, sooner or later, I would think Trump would run into some trouble, but so far it hasn't happened. We shall see. Taking your phone calls for Jamie Dupree, live on the Herman Cain Show, 877-310-2100. Roger is in Florida thinking about Donald Trump. Roger, come in. Uh, yeah, you there? Yes, yes go sir. Ahead, go right Roger. ahead. Yeah, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I just want to say that I wish the Republican Party, especially in Florida, would get behind Trump, because I think that he is the kind of person, he is the only type of personality that may be able to straighten this mess out, and I would love to see the Republican Party in Florida get behind him as well. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, the establishment in Florida obviously has a lot of deep, very deep ties to Jeb Bush, and I saw that when I was down in Miami at the Bush announcement. Uh, also, there's going to be some with a tie to Marco Rubio as well, of course, a uh, senator from Florida. So those two names right there, I think, make it highly unlikely that the establishment is going to rally around Trump. I think Trump will... Con- I- I understand that, uh, and and I'm well aware that they are established politicians. I'm just saying what I'd like to see happen, because it's going to take uh, somebody with Donald Trump's personality, and, uh, and, and I don't agree, you know, sometimes his personality is abrasive, but it, the situation we're in, that's what it's going to take to get this thing straightened out. Well, well Roger, you're in Florida. You tell us. What do you hear when you're out? Do you hear more talk along the lines of what you're saying? Do you hear any talk at all about Bush, Rubio, any of the rest of these guys? What do you hear? I, I hear more about Trump than anybody, but like I said, it's early in the, you know, in the campaign, and um, and I don't agree with everything he says or the way he handles it himself sometimes, but it's going to take somebody like him to get anything done. The, the, line that we've, the line we've come up with here in D.C. a lot, Chris, is, but he fights. He fights. He's out there. And I think for a lot of people, uh, there is a frustration that they think not enough is being done by Republican leaders, that they're not, not fighting hard enough to change things in the Congress. Uh, I still say that you can't change things in the Congress if you aren't in the White House. And it doesn't matter whether it's Trump or anybody else in this field. If the Republicans can win the White House and they can make even more gains in the Senate and they can hold on to the House, they can do an awful lot of things. But if you're only controlling the Congress, there's just only so much you can do. Cynthia is in Georgia on the Herman Cain Show watching Wall Street down now, down about 400 points after falling 1,000 points, 1,000 points in the first hour of trading. Cynthia, I'm not sure exactly how much help Jamie and I will be uh, with what I think you're going to ask here, but this really is the question uh, to ask in the next few days and weeks. Go ahead, Cynthia. Uh, yes, my, my question was since last week when China devalued their currency twice and there might be a chance that China might devalue their currency again, 
I was wondering how is that going to affect United States companies that um, have that have uh, companies over in China, like, for instance, like Apple. Apple is a huge, huge concern, and it is one of the hugest concerns in this country, Jamie, about what's happening over there. No, and in the Apple stock, I think I saw earlier, has dropped to under $100 a share. Look, uh, clearly there's a lot of worries, especially when it comes to trade, and obviously the U.S. and China have had a long-standing trade deficit. The U.S. government, doesn't matter whether it's been Democratic or Republican administrations, has not been pleased with the Chinese on a number of fronts. I think that the biggest, the, maybe the larger kind of thing here is the worry that all the growth in China is slowing down. And if the growth in China is slowing down, Chris, that could ultimately have an effect here as well. Shannon's in Oklahoma live on the Hurricane, Herman Cain Show. And Shannon... What do you think a President Trump could do to get us out of the mess we've seen this last few days? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Hey, go ahead. President Trump and the economy, go ahead. Yeah, my question was just, if uh, Donald Trump does win the presidency, how do you see our economy in four years or in, at the next election? Well, obviously, he, I think he would argue that he would be able to bring a spirit of sort of pushing ahead uh, business, uh, maybe deregulation, getting the Congress to do things that would be helpful to business. But frankly, and this is not meant as a, a cut against him, frankly, he has not really laid out too many details about what exactly he would do or what a Trump economic plan would look like. One would assume that if any Republican wins, uh, no matter whether uh, that person is named Trump or anybody else, uh, that it, there, there would be a Republican-led Congress that would be more amenable to reducing regulations, cutting taxes maybe, finding ways to spur growth along those lines. Uh, but realistically, you know, I have to say that I've just found over the years I'm not sure that uh, that the Congress and the executive really, yes, you can, you know, we could find a way you could raise taxes way too high and harm business uh, development. But one of the big lessons I learned was in uh, the 1990s. Bill Clinton came in. Uh, his economic uh, program featured a tax increase that Republicans claimed would uh, ruin the economy. We had a recession. There was a tax increase that was approved. And then we had that big economic growth spurt. And I know it, it had nothing to do with anything that the Congress had done. It was the dot-com explosion. There's the big point. So and much of this is out of these guys' hands altogether. I just think that most of these people here, yeah, you can harm things. But realistically, uh, they're on the roller coaster like the rest of us are, and they're just holding on. And they can nibble around the edges, but I'm not sure they can make a dramatic difference. But I think that the generic kind of thing is there. If a Republican wins, we know what things they would emphasize in terms of economic growth, whereas the Democrats, they might be looking more to uh, raise taxes on the wealthy and find other ways to try to foster uh, economic uh, growth for lower-income Americans. So the, the divide is there. We know what it is, and I'm not sure it would be that much different no matter who wins. It is the Hippocratic Oath political version. First, do no harm once you're in office like that. Live on the Herman Cain Show, about 10 more minutes. Your telephone calls for Jamie Dupree. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. We are watching Wall Street. We are following the campaign. Your calls for Jamie Dupree, 877-310-2100. Back in a moment. Cat is in Florida live on the Herman Cain Show. Cat, go ahead. Yes, hi. Um, yeah, my wife and I, we're middle class. I'm a small business owner. She's a professional. Um, 
we resonate with Donald Trump for the simple fact that he's just not the establishment. We are, and everybody we know, we're just frustrated that every candidate, Republican or Democrat, and we voted for both in the past, as soon as they get in office, they do nothing. They fall right along party lines, and it's paralysis. Well, listen, I, I think that is a big reason why Trump is attracting uh, uh, a support not only from more conservative voters, but also from moderates. Again, it sounds so simple to be able to say that I'm going to go in there and shake things up and do things differently. Uh, the track record, though, is it takes more than just one person, but certainly the bully pulpit can be used. And if Donald Trump can keep this going to where he attracts a lot of that support, I think in a wide open race with a number of candidates, he's going to still be up there in the polls. Is he going to be there in six months? That's the big unknown right now. What do we expect on the campaign trail today, Jamie? I would assume that uh, the, the new today is going to be spurred mainly by obviously developments on the markets uh, the market has come back in the hour that we've been on the air it's still not above uh, uh, losses for today but certainly that's going to be the big story let's take our calmness the credit yeah well yeah look sometimes it can happen and sometimes it can go the wrong way as well uh, again the the next big inflection point for the race I think two things one will vice president Biden get in on the Democratic side that is a big deal and on the other side really the next Republican debate is the next big thing in the middle of September but today is a reminder Chris the economic uncertainty on the markets we have no idea what the driving issue of next, not this coming November, but the next November. We have no idea what that issue is going to be right now. We think we do, uh, but I would bet there'll be a few other things that will intervene in that time. A painful reminder that we've had this last couple days. Live with Jamie Dupree on The Herman Cain Show, I'm Chris Chandler. Herman Cain is back tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.